0: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We like to protect our own, we don't throw people under the bus. Pardon? <laughs> Hello, uh, but, but be we get more a... buses that have come through here than go through King William Street. Well, we, we, we get a down and bump up in uh, it. Whoa! It's a truck reversing. Turn yeah. that off. Um, yeah, so Benny does our rundown in consultation with me. Rich, you do. And I little. certainly
1: didn't want you to introduce Martin Matner by what it says on the rundown. That well, would have been embarrassing. Apparently he's gone to South Adelaide. It's got written Congratulations, here, Matner, Martin Mattner, South
0: Adelaide coaches. He joins
1: us now. When did that happen, Martin? <laughs>
2: Oh, well, it's news to me and you too. But,
1: well, that, uh, here, yes, here. Martin Matin, South Adelaide coach. All right, honest mistake. Okay. Hello to Jared
0: Wright. All right, Ben's got one day to go. <laughs> hey, uh, Marty, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for joy. Thanks for joy. Well, he, he does actually, because he's, he's got to produce the World Cup. So oh, uh, he's not with us next week. Is Rich? he on the plane, is he? Roach, we'll talk about it way. later, all right. Sorry, Marty. He won't
2: be back by the sounds of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, your pre season gets underway next week. What's been happening? You've recruited a stack of players, I believe.
2: Uh, yeah, we got a yeah, so we start next week. Um, yeah, we've sort of um I guess we've lost a few players um to to varying clubs and to other bits and pieces. Um and yeah, we've just got a few guys from Swans Academy just through some contacts, um, through myself there and um we've always sort of had a eye on that sort of talent pool coming out of there. A lot of those kids are not really much for them to go to once they finish in the academy in terms of opportunities to play at a high level. So um, yeah, and then there was um, another lad from Charlie Molan who played with Sam Brew and Josh Rents already here at Sturt as well. So um, he played at the Rebels um, last year and a little bit of Williamstown as well. So a couple of those players coming out of those leagues, um, and as always, we're always chatting to you know the guys coming off AFL lists as well. So um, yeah, we're excited about some of the young kids coming through um, from those things, but also to our junior program as well. So we'll get a whole heap of players from our Under 18s competition as well.
1: Have you had John Platton down there at only rating your players? Have you? There's a list here <laughs> again, to Central District. I know three of them are related, so they, one goes, probably all three go. But what's happened there, Marty? Uh, yeah,
2: I, I don't know. Yeah, the the Cowboy, I guess, brothers um, yeah. was a. Yeah, that was probably like I know they've chatted to them the last couple of years, Centrals, and um, we sort of knew that if you know one went, as you said, that they're probably all three would yeah. stay together in terms of the family. And. Um, they do live sort of uh, Ross Trevor way, so, mm. um, you know, those those things always come into as well. But, yeah, it was a bit disappointing to lose all three. We would have liked to keep a couple of them, um, but we also understand that, you know, the family wanted to keep yep. all the boys yep. together as well. So, and then Matty Liddy, um, I mean, Manny was, you know, he's moving back to Kurzburg to live with his parents oh, and stuff, okay. being on an apprentice wage, and he was sort of driving past, you know, Central's past North Adelaide and past Norwood to get the stir. So, um, Yeah, and he's worked a lot of his works out sort of northern suburbs. So uh, Manny sort of had a chat to us at the end of the year and sort of said that he was going to have a look at um, another club and we were sort of like, you know, disappointing again, but also understand the circumstances and all those sorts of things as well. And then Hugo Munn, um, yeah, so he's been away from the club for a few years now. Um, He's got into the defence force and... I believe you now he's based out that sort of out of out of town, so um you know again another decision, I guess a lifestyle change and those sorts of things yeah. as well. but yeah, I guess That's also it it's cool. got to do with our junior program as well, like we run a you know really good junior program with David Odie and Michael Higgs there, so we're always developing our younger players um you know, and sometimes you know those players do leave as well,
0: just going back to the uh Lakoek brothers uh, who, uh, who which ones do you want to keep, and who are the duds
1: oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, nah, tricky. So it wasn't,
2: it wasn't that. No, 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 no. It was more just, I guess, Mahali had been spoken, they'd spoken to him last year. and yep. I guess, you know, that was the case. We sort of knew that he wanted to go as well, but we wanted to keep Jacob and Anzac. Um, um, but those, those boys also then decided they wanted to go as well. So. Yeah, it was sort of, again, disappointing, um, but we'll move on and we'll move on to next year.
0: So you finished fifth this year. We spoke to you late last year. You were happy with the way the, uh, the squad was developing. Uh, what do you have to do to climb a little bit? And will this pre-season be any different to what you've done in the past? Have you appointed anyone different to look after the program?
2: Um, no, pretty much everything stays the same. Um, I mean, we always have to get better, and that's both from, uh, from an on-field, um, personnel, Players, um yeah, we're always trying to get better players to the club, so we have I and mean, we're great to have Charlie Parker back as well um from his stint at the bulldogs um and yeah hopefully we can get a couple other recruits, you know some um top end talent back to the club as well, so that's always the challenge, um getting those players back, but yeah again, just just I mean our reserve side won the grand final played some really good footy last year, uh, so you yeah, know the development of that younger group as well and and like I said, our junior program. Um, always, you know, provides talent coming through as well. So if we can keep developing that, that group of players, um, that provides you know some mm. good, healthy um, contest within the group in terms of spots as well. So all those things combined, I think, create an environment where everyone wants to be at and get better as well.
0: Are you going to get hurt in the up- upcoming draft at all? Uh, don't know. That's an interesting one. We'll
2: mm. just have to wait and see. And you know, there's varying, you know, varying discussions in terms of talking to recruiters and, and mm. AFL listed you know, people about how many picks there's going to be. Um, You know, we've probably got a. we've had two lads go to the combines in Nick Sadler and Tom Emmert. So, you know, we sort of hope that those both get picked up. But again, you don't
0: really know at the moment. It's
2: going to be an interesting sort of draft period, I think, in terms of how many players get picked and who gets picked as well.
0: There's been some uh, big raps on Nick Sadler. We spoke to Shifter Sheehan about him. Do you think he's ready for AFL footy?
2: Yeah, I do. I think he he, um, he had some opportunities earlier in the year to, to play some senior footy, um, especially league footy. And um, he, he sort of showcased that he can sort of play at that level, which is good. And then he went back and played some 18s and really dominated that and kicked goals and showcased you know, what he can do, and that's find the footy and use it. Um, yeah, he's a very good, very good kick and um, very good decision maker with that kick as well. So. I think he's got some really positives, um, you know, some positive traits, and um, yeah, I hope he does get drafted. Um, I think he'd be very good at the next level.
1: Marty as a lad who came from the country districts there on the Murray. What have you made of the boundary commission's decision to change the recruiting boundaries? And what sort of state is stirred in at the moment with country recruits?
2: Yeah, well, I guess um, you know the River Murray. We've we've lost that this yeah. year, um, which is again it is disappointing, but. Um, I guess as a club, we look at the bigger picture and we look at Mount Barker and that Hills and how Mm. quickly that's growing in the population. Um, you know, that, that bubble's got quite big now, that Hills area. Um, so, you know, we were never going to be able to, I guess, retain everything that we had. We knew that the population was building so much in that Hills area. So for us to retain the Hills, you know, we, we're quite happy about that. And we like to keep building that relationship. Yes, it is disappointing that we have to give up something, Mm. um, but also too, we understand that you know they're reviewed every five years, and um, you know we put forward our submission, and you know we tried to, I guess, keep the River Murray. But we also know that that's not going to happen now with the way that, as I said, Mount Barker's building. But we're able to keep Mount Barker, which is great, um, and we can keep building that relationship and keep. You know, we've got currently in our senior um, program, we've probably got about fifteen to twenty players who still live in the hills right. um, and travel down to Adelaide for work and footy. So. I guess yeah. if you look at it that way, it's quite a positive um, thing for us in terms of we've got guys that still live at home, can be supported by family, have work in the hills, and still travel down to Adelaide and play footy, which is quite a good thing. So, um, you know, we see it as a real positive for our club in terms of, yeah. you know, our, our city zone joins our country zone and we yeah. can still have players. And we train them Mount Barker, think, throughout pre season as well, and yeah. so is our junior and all development squads. Um, you know, they've, you know, our city and country kids all you know, sometimes training about Barker as well. So it's it's a close proximity to everyone. It's great, you know, great for us.
1: And the health of the game in the country districts, what are you hearing there? Sorry, what was that? The health of the game in, in the country districts, particularly the areas that oh, you know so well.
2: Mate, it's, it's an interesting conversation because I remember when I was a kid, we went mm. through the same thing because we were in the Maui League and then we joined Amalgamated with the, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was that Lamaroo-Penaroo League. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, and Peak and to then merged and then joined that league with Lamaru, Pennery, Murrayville, all that. And so, you know, it happened years ago as well. Like I remember I remember my first game was played at J Buck Oval and then, you know, Jay Buck and Peak both shared, you know, J Buck and Oval's there and then they amalgamated and you know, it's been going on for a long time. Um, you know, it's not just now that these things are happening. It happened, you know, 20, 40, 50 years ago all these clubs are amalgamating. Um it's Probably just getting harder now because it's more spread out now. You know, you've got teams travelling, you know, hours now to play games. But um, in terms of you know the country people, they you know they want to keep their sport going, so they do whatever they can to keep their kids playing and keep their clubs alive. Um, and they'll you know they will travel hours to play games because that's their social thing and they love it and they love being involved and they'll make it work somehow. And I think that's the positive with everything going on at the moment is. Clubs are pretty resilient and they'll do whatever they need to do to keep both their clubs operating but also their you know their kids being able to play sport and that social environment, um, which is really important in, in the country areas.
0: It it Marty, every club's looking to improve. That's stating the obvious. The pressure's always on the players to improve their fitness, their skill set, their connection, mental application. Uh, how do you improve as a coach?
2: Oh, mate, that's the big one. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, like... I guess
2: it's always developing. Like, you know, I I try to keep in really good contact with our and and regularly catch-ups with our leadership group. Mm. And there's a lot of good conversations between them, what they think we do well and what things we need to get better at. Um, They also give me feedback, um, you know, in terms of ways that I can get better as a coach and and the group and the program and everything. Um, I guess it's also, you know, that drive to try and be the best as well. So, you know, I've had to probably changed my coaching style from when I first started to now with such a younger group the last couple of years. Um, and also, you know, just like I try and, you know, read books and, you know, videos and all these things on different coaches. And I, like I sort of take the philosophy, if I can get one thing from a book that I read or a video that I watch that makes me better as a coach or our program, then that's a win. Um, so, you know, little things, you know, little gains here and there can ha- quite add up quite big in terms of the bigger picture. So, yeah, always trying to develop and get better um, and, in, and in a lot, lot of different ways as well.
0: Um, last one, uh, from the outside, it looks like North Adelaide might be the clubhouse leaders to take the flag this year. They've recruited well with Sam Mays and Jesse White. Are you looking to get anyone else?
2: Yeah, we are. Like I said before, we're still looking at um, you know some top-end talent. I guess mm-hmm. we were, um, you know We've sort of been in contact with Jared Lena and Mitch Crodin, um, but they're both going to stay. Or Mitch is staying in Western Australia and Jared's going to stay in Victoria and looks like he's going to get a job in a development role somewhere in an AFL club, so that looks pretty positive for him. Wow. But um, yeah, it was sort of I guess a bit, bit disappointing from us because we sort of felt that like those two, if we got those two players plus Charlie Parker, that they would have some real good quality, you know, players and also you know some leadership as well to our group. Uh, but yeah, we'll just keep looking around. We are in the process of chatting to a few players as well and trying to get some more, um, you know, players in. So. We'll keep working on that, um, and there's always you know, those couple unlucky guys I guess that miss out in the AFL draft as well that you know are looking for opportunity as well. So um, there's still probably a little window I think still in terms of you know getting some more recruits over the next couple of weeks, um, which will hopefully happen. Um, you know with the draft coming up late November.
0: Alrighty, there's a bit of an update. What's happening for all the Double Blues supporters? Pre-season gets underway next week. It's always an exciting time, Roach, as a player. Even though you get flogged to death, you know the season's not that far away. Marty, appreciate your time. We'll talk to you throughout the season.
2: Thanks very much, guys.
0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last.